This week's question is in five words, what advice would you wanna tell your younger self? It could be about anything. It doesn't have to be music. It could be about anything life related. Let us know, we'll jot it down here and we'll be talking about it before we start the interview, but you guys got a little bit of time here. I got a, I got a, um, a whole playlist that I made from like all my songs, there's like 150 in there and it's like from my top songs to like my like least favorite songs kind of. Oh, so you I ranked my, them yourself. I have them like all ordered kind of. <laughs> Dude, that's genius. Yeah, right? that's genius. And, and Move On is at the top. That's like, that song gives me like goosebumps when I listen to it. Like I'm always like, how did I fucking do Like how am I going to outdo this type shit? Like, yeah, so. Because the first few albums I dropped were, uh, it was Blizzy, Breezy, Blessed. And then I dropped like Blasted and Bonafide. And Blue 22. Oh, so you're trying to like use like the all, same initials. All like, yeah, like alliteration, kind of like B words. Oh, okay. But then I have like Ensemble, and then I have another album I'm working on for like next year called Epitome. Welcome to CW Hip Hop, your home for Wisconsin hip hop. This is our podcast episode 111. I'm your host, DJ Bank. This week I have special guest Blue Jacket in here. Real quick, uh, why don't you let everybody know where uh, where you drive, drove up from today? Drove up from Madison, or technically Monona. It was like a two-hour drive. Two-hour drive? All right. Yeah, not too bad. Decent yeah. decent weather for it. It wasn't raining yeah, or nothing, yeah. so... Nice cloudy day. Yeah, yeah. Um, real quick, let them know where they can find you on all social medias here. Usually on Instagram and uh, Snapchat, uh, just I-S-A-I-A-H-A-S-M-A-N. Usually on both those. I'm on Facebook every once in a while, but not really, but yeah. And uh, you do, we do have him linked on all of our social media on CW Hip Hop. You can just find his tag on there. We also have him on our website at cwhiphop.com slash artist, so you guys can check him out and all the other artists we have on there as well. Uh, you guys can roll through if you do, if you're good. Um, we're just going to go through the announcements here. But uh, yeah, you guys can follow us also on Facebook, Instagram at CW Hip Hop. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram at BVNC925. We are going to be going over announcements real quick here, and then we'll have our in-depth interview with Blue Jacket here. So stick around for that. Uh, we do want to thank our sponsors here, starting off with Hollywood Recording Company. They have built a premier recording studio in Chippewa Valley. It's about 10 minutes north of Eau Claire. Their slogan is Small Town, Big Sound, and you guys can definitely hear it on some of the tracks they've done. I know Big Fat Tony's gotten a couple from him there, so make sure you guys check out some of his work. And a lot of people who have been working with them have been very happy with his, uh, his production with it. So definitely check them out. You can follow them right now on Instagram, at Hollywood Recording Company. That's H-A-L-L-I-E, Wood Recording Company, and mention CW Hip Hop so they know their ads are getting in front of the right people here. Also, thank you to our second sponsor here, Chop Shop Barbershop in Plover, Wisconsin. Make sure you guys stop by for a unique experience while getting a fresh haircut. You can schedule your next appointment at the Garage Theme Barbershop by finding a link on our homepage at cwhiphop.com. You can also follow them on Instagram at Chop Shop Barbershop. Chop Shop Barbershop. It's a little bit of a tongue twister there, but uh, also let them know that CW Hip Hop sent you so they know their ads are getting in front of the right people and they will give you the best experience. Also, thank you to our Patreon listener tiers, Danielle Garkey and Tracy Jankowski. We appreciate you guys so much. We're giving you that 10% discount to our shop at cwhiphop.com shop. We'll also shout you out on every live DJ and podcast still. If you guys want to join them, go to patreon.com cwhh to join that list. Now, we do have that question for our IGTV chat. So if you guys didn't answer it on the live DJ, you get last call here on the podcast. This week's question is, in five words, what advice would you want to tell your younger self? It could be about anything. It doesn't have to be music. It could be about anything life-related. Let us know. We'll jot it down here, and we'll be talking about it before we start the interview. But you guys got a little bit of time here. We do have a new artist to the station, Johnny Franchino. He is out of Milwaukee, or sorry, Johnny Franchino. He's out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin here. He has some great music. It's a little bit of a house 
hip hop mix up there. So definitely recommend checking him out. You can find his music on cwhiphop.com slash artist. New music out of Wisconsin hip hop as well. We have all these songs are out right now and you can find them on our playlist on uh, Spotify. Just search CW Hip Hop or New Wisconsin Hip Hop and you'll be able to see those. First we have Ace Wild with Cranium, Philly with Never Ending, Dustin Warbear with Smokeathon, Blue Jacket, you have two songs here, Where to Find and Comfort HD. Now I gotta ask, what does HD stand for? Is it just... It's just high definition, yeah. Okay, just go, I didn't know if it was an acronym for something else, but Comfort HD, you guys can check both of those out. We also have Dubsack with Zirconium, Germ Satori with Not for TikTok, and Prism, his song To the Moon will be coming out on May 5th, so make sure you guys check those out. And also, we do have more on our Instagram page, at CW Hip Hop. Every Monday and Tuesday, we have the new and upcoming Wisconsin Hip Hop post there as well. We do update that Spotify playlist every Monday as well, so make sure you guys check that out for the freshest Wisconsin Hip Hop. Next interview we are going to be having is with Dreamy and DK. It's going to be a duo coming in that's going to be May 7th, so make sure you guys are here for that. We do have a ton of concerts as well coming up, so make sure you guys check all these out. They're at cwhiphop.com concerts. But first, we have Thursday, April 27th at 8.30 p.m. The Passion Park Experience will be hosting artists like Frank Vibes, Big Fat Tony, Richie Will, Jalen G, and more. It's going to be at the Brahmin Cafe in Milwaukee. Free entry, but it is going to be 21-plus events, so make sure you guys go to that show if you're in the area. Saturday, April 29th at 7 p.m., a tour of the Stars Royal Constellation Tour will be showcasing artists like D'Astro, Big Savo, RJ Riddle, and more. It's going to be at Tarbenders with Sass in Reedsburg, Wisconsin. $5 fee at the door, but it is a 21-plus event for that show as well. We're also going to have Friday, May 5th at 5 p.m. Cookies and Cream will be hosting their Cinco de Mayo event. It's going to have artists like Dustin Warberry, David Lopez, JD Makes Music, Ace Wild, Prism, Elix the MC, BVNC, myself, and more. It's going to be at the Expo Center in Rothschild. $10. If you get a ticket early, you can hit up any one of those artists, or it's going to be $15 at the door, and that is a 21-plus event as well. Last one I'm going to shout out here is Saturday, May, 7, uh, May 13th at 6.30 p.m. King Iso will be headlining at the Annex. He'll be having opening acts from Dustin Warbear, Table of the Truth, TG, Music, and more. It's going to be $20 tickets for that, but it is all ages. So if you're in the area, make sure you guys go to that show. I will be actually going down there with my girlfriend. We're going to have a great time. I'm excited to go see King Iso. I've been listening to his music for a while. Dustin Warbear invited me, so I'm definitely ready to go turn up with them. You guys can check all these out at cwhiphop.com slash concerts. We do have a link to the Google Maps, so if you want to know where the venue's at and arrive on time, you guys can find that. We also have a picture of the flyer so you guys can see who's going to be performing and all that on there as well. So, uh, let me see here. Did we get any answers? It doesn't look like it. So, we will be talking about the question we had this week, and uh, then we'll be doing the interview here, so <laughs> make sure everybody's in here for that. But this week, the question was, in five words, what advice would you want to give your younger self? It could have been about anything. doesn't have to be music-related, but we appreciate everybody who did put your answers in here. I'm sure we'll get a la couple last-minute ones here, so I'll keep this on my lap just in case. But starting off here, we had LaRon with Keep Grinding. Dead, uh, Dead Base with Keep On Having Hella Fun, Ski4L with Do Not Trust a Female, Droogs with Get Interested in Music Production, Cardiac The Pulse with Trust Your Craft Fully, Noah with Be a Good Listener, Boggs with Listen to Your Heart's Thoughts, Mystic Music with Stay Resilient at All Times, Dreamy with Love Myself, and Sub Music Boss with Keep uh, Going you've always known. So keep going, you've always known. Just trust in yourself there. Definitely appreciate everybody who did answer here. Blue Jacket, what did you have for your answer to this question? Uh, don't let your friends borrow money, or what was it? Don't lend your friends money, yeah. Yeah, don't lend your friends money. Or do you have anything you want to add to that, or just going to keep it 
that's a lesson. Just keep it like that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's your money. You keep it. You know? All right, all right. Save it up. <laughs> I went with uh, just stick to it. I mean, definitely kind of thinking, uh, just keep grinding. If you find something you enjoy, even if it gets hard, just keep going. If you enjoy it now, you'll probably enjoy it later. So uh, definitely appreciate everybody who did put your answers in there. We enjoy all of the engagement. You guys help make this show a lot of fun, just kind of getting a feel for what the community's thinking. So we will have a question next week as well. Looking like we do have Yellow Duck working, so we'll be now having it above our heads again instead of having to point down to the comments. So if you guys want to answer that live, we go live every Sunday at 5 p.m. So make sure you guys are here for that. But that's all we got for the beginning of the show here. Keeping it uh, a little long and sweet, but we are going to be going into this interview. Are you ready now, Blue Jacket? I am. All right. All right. So first, want to say thank you and welcome to C- uh, ENT Studios. Mm. How was your drive up here? It was good. It was good. Yeah, just jammed some music out, and that was about it. Yeah. yeah. What'd you listen to on the way up? A lot of unreleased stuff that I was kind of still like doing some audio engineering on, like picking, nitpicking, and stuff like that. Yeah. Hey, that's important. And what better time than a two-hour drive up exactly. there? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, how are you feeling coming to this interview? Is this your first in-person interview? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. I'm glad we were Absolutely. able to do it with uh, with you here. So. Yeah, I was honored when you guys asked me. I was like, oh, of course. Yeah. Definitely, definitely glad you were able to make it work then. Um, so we're going to start off, and I already kind of know the answer to this, but I still want to make sure we get it for the podcast here. Starting off with our most important question, how did you come up with your alias, Blue Jacket? Blue Jacket. It's my actual middle name, actually. It's uh, my grandma's maiden name, so before she was married, it was uh, Teresa Blue Jacket. And then uh, my, my mom was like, well, let's just put Blue Jacket as middle name. And then they're also like, it's either Isaiah Blue Jacket or Elijah Wolf. So I was like, either way, I'm going to have a badass name. <laughs> right. Yeah, I prefer Blue Jacket, though, Isaiah Blue Jacket. I'm, I'm happy that's my name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I did verify. He does have it on his ID there because yeah. I was like, man, I don't just know if you just pulled my leg or not. But, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Blue um, Jacket was, a, uh, I think, a Shawnee war chief. He's got, like, his own, like, Wikipedia and, like, my bloodline, like, goes back all the way. Oh, me. really? Yeah, that's pretty cool. That is yeah. pretty neat. I, I got a little bit of a uh, trap in me too, but um, the Turtle Clan, it's not as cool as like Blue Jacket. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you definitely got a little better with yeah. the branding on it, with the name. Um, so if this is somebody's first introduction to you, can you kind of give them a brief description to you as an artist? Well, I'm very versatile, I guess I'd say. So like, I'll just be doing my own thing. Definitely like, a lot of people do tell me like when I come in like, on a track, they can like tell it to me even know that I have so many different styles, which is cool, because I do have, like, a unique voice, I'd like to say. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely feel like I could pick you out if, like, it was a random song, I'd be like, wait a minute, is that Blue Jacket? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, you definitely got that song. Like a little going. nasally, a little, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Works out, though. So, how, what year would you say you started your music journey, and then who or what kind of inspired you? I started writing lyrics in, like, 2013, 2014, while I was still in high school with a couple buddies, and it was, like, all, like complete like lyricism we weren't even like writing to beats it was just like rhyming like syllabically like over and over again and then I got into like Mac Miller a lot of like other like artists who like were doing more than just rhyming and stuff like that because I was listening to, like Tech 9 and Eminem but I started listening to, like J. Cole like Kendrick and Mac and like this dude named Chris Webby and they all kind of like made me a lot more melodic when I started doing stuff and then my other two friends don't really make music at all anymore and I I was like looking for other people to link up with, and I met Smiley and Trey. We moved in together, and then I just kind of blossomed as like an artist with them because they were already kind of set in stone, doing their thing. But yeah, yeah, I feel like when you live with somebody who makes music with you, that definitely takes it to another level. It's yeah. like every day you you're able to do it. There's yeah. no like coordinating time. Absolutely, yeah. And Smiley, he was the audio engineer. He did all of that shit himself, and he taught me like all I knew. So yeah, he Smiley he might be. It, you know, 
Good old uh, stuff. My prism. He he was definitely the one who got to mix in all of the our vocals. I just enjoyed doing it. But yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he used to live with me for a little bit, and yeah, it was okay, yeah. audio engineer. It yep. definitely helps when I uh, get it going there. So. Yeah, for real. And then it was like, there was one point where I was like, oh man, like he's not working on my music. Like, what am I gonna do? Because he was like on his own shit, you know. And then uh, I was like, you know what, bro? Just like give me a template. And he shot at me a template. I went into a studio looked at all the equipment, bought the exact same thing, and just like, bam, put it in my room and had the same setup, and then it was game over from there, just started doing my own thing. That's awesome, that's awesome. Did you have a goal when you started making music, or was it just uh, wanted to get a creative outlet kind of thing? Yeah, I was uh, like, I'm a people pleaser, so I was uh, really trying to impress like a lot of my my first homies who uh, you know were always hating on my first couple of songs that I made that were like, oh, this is trash, and I was like, I'm gonna impress you motherfuckers one day, trust me, and I, kept doing it and yeah I remember my, my homie uh, Tony just always hating on my shit like all the time and my song Violence I remember I finally showed it to him like oh maybe he might like this one he was like I really like that one I was just like finally like been looking for that for years like you fucker <laughs> yeah, yeah. alright yeah. uh, so kind of looking to when you were growing up as well maybe before you started music what kind of music was played in your house or just as you were growing up there what were you influenced to yeah my uh my dad, some of the first music I ever listened to was like System of a Down. Ooh. Like, yeah, my dad. Chop Suey. Yeah, Chop yeah. yeah, Suey, like Radio X. Um, but he had a coworker that would like burn him CDs of just like random like rock music and all these random songs. And my dad would just play that in the car, like in his little van that we pick me and my sister up from whatever. And that was like the only music I'd usually listen to. And then uh, from there, I kind of found like. I started liking like radio stuff and then from there when I met like my two homies who liked rap I got really into like Eminem and like Tech 9 and like Hobson too actually I feel like rap. those are the gateway rappers yeah yeah, 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 for real. yeah. yeah most people's first uh, are like Eminem obviously like yeah. he's just too big yeah. but Tech 9 yeah definitely that was one of my first ones yeah, definitely absolutely. that fast flow was like whoa what yeah, is he doing like the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's possible yeah the syllabic rhyming and stuff that they did too really impressed me but yeah it's crazy because I don't like really listen to any of them anymore like Hobson um Tech Nine, Eminem. I don't really listen to them at all. Um, it's mostly like Mac Miller and like J Cole, and there's actually there's like a lot of like songs where I just know like one song by them, and I just really like that song. I haven't really done too much exploring on the rest of like their music, but there's a lot of artists who like have just one song that I just listen to, kind of. So it's hard to like bring their names up and be like, oh yeah, they're a huge like influence. But I listen to all types of shit, really. All right, well then that's a good transition. Then uh, who would you say your top three artists are of any genre? Currently. Any genre. Yeah, I'm going to have to say Mac Miller for sure. It's a go. It's a good top one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, in terms of, like, influence, or just, like, right now? You know? It could be however you want to put it as your top three artists. If they're going to come to mind for you. Sure. Yeah, I'd say uh, Mac Miller. Probably J. Cole is one of them. Oh, I'm trying not to be too stereotypical, too. That's, I mean, you yeah. have to... Probably like some like the local artists, you know, like Smiley and Backwoods, uh, my homie Kai Twenty Two, my roommate, is kind of like one like those three. Definitely putting some of the local yeah, onto that. Like I listen to a lot of their stuff too. Like yeah, I'll I'll be honest. Yeah, a lot of local is definitely yeah, my rotation like, more than yeah. any big artist is yeah, currently. Same. Definitely same. All right, so going to some of your early stuff here. The first song I was able to find online was "The Man from the Stars," and that was dropped <laughs> on June fifth, two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Was this your first track ever, and then what inspired you to make this one? So that was like the first song I ever posted that I like kept up and was like, I'm gonna like keep this up, you know, just as like, I had okay. some other songs that were just horribly like, 
produced and recorded that I ended up taking down. But yeah, that was like the first one. Um, Smiley ended up audio engineering that one for me. So it sounded like the best that I'd ever sounded. And I was like, oh yeah, this is awesome. But yeah, that, that song is kind of just, I was really like into like space. I wanted to be like damn near an astronaut at that point in my life. So I was, <laughs> okay, okay. I, I, and I'm talking about like being like made from stardust too in that song, which is like facts. Like, yeah, like you're yeah made of the Milky Way basically. Um, so I make, I make a cool Thanos line in that. Like um, I say, uh, ripping planets apart, call me Thanos, my darling, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge Marvel fan too, so. Ooh, yeah, okay, that. yeah, you gotta work that in there. So what would you say this was like track number X of like from your very first track? I had a good probably like ten tracks before I dropped that one and kept it up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. You said you kind of worked with Smiley in the beginning. What did that setup look like? If you can kind of, was it like in just a be- one of the bedrooms? Do you remember what kind of equipment you were using? Yeah, just a, a mic stand, a mic with a sock over it, and like that was basically it with a preamp and his laptop. Yeah, it was was it like a, one of these USB ones, or was it like the XLR with the bigger cable on the back? It was actually a nice, uh, like it was the Rode NTK, which is a pretty pricey mic actually. He went pretty hard. He, he knew it was, what he was doing, so he got the good equipment. And, uh, yeah, right. So he had a pretty nice mic, which is what ended up making it sound really nice and yeah I went when I looked at I looked at that same mic and I bought the same exact one too it's like a I don't know if it's a condenser or a, the other type of mic but it's better for like lower vocals and like rap vocals I'd say okay alright so looking at your next track you have Trust In Me it was released on July 26, 2019 and it sounds like a remix of Frank Sinatra's I Love You Baby yep. so what inspired this track? I love Frank Sinatra I love like oldie music like that and like that flow that he just does, like the, oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that so much. That, that, that was a pretty cool track. And I, like, even now looking back on it, like, that was just a really cool thing that I did. Was like, I went and I found um, a karaoke beat to the original song, and I laid down the chorus. And I tweaked, like, the lyrics up a little bit, but kept it pretty similar. And then I did, like, like at that time, I really was, like, into rap and stuff. So the verses were, like, this, like, intense kind of, like, rapping. And then it just switches to, like, a really nice, like, chill, old, old-timey chorus. Yeah. yeah, you could definitely hear that. But mm-hmm. I, I I started playing that track immediately. And I was like, I know that. Like, yeah. that song, I, I had to look it up. I was like, oh, yeah, shit, uh-huh. okay. I've been working on, like, my old-timey voice, too. Like, I've been trying to, like, incorporate it in a... Your into, what in, kind of voice? Like, the old-timey, like, like the... Like, the Frank Sinatra type okay. or, like, the... If you um, had to describe, are you saying, like... My, more like over the top confidence or it's like the I don't even know how to explain it kind of it's like the classical like like what's like a good song I guess like like that's a good one like the and then uh my life is a ball like stuff like that okay I'm having a blast like <laughs> oh okay so more the the, the song like, like, like a like, deeper like like kind of like men's vocal okay yeah. alright I could see I could see you definitely doing yeah, that yeah. style Let's definitely try yeah. that out um, so for your third song here, you have For the Kids featuring, is it Skadoo Smiley? Or yeah, Skadoo Smiley. Skadoo Smiley. Smiley, okay. Yeah. So you released that on December 12, 2019. How did you and uh, Smiley meet, and then how was it working on this song together? So that was even before we moved in together, and he was really? just kind of doing some audio engineering, and he lived in Mazomani while I lived in Black Earth, and like those two towns like five minutes apart, so I would like, you know, write some lyrics, find a beat, and I would hit him up and like go over there and record with him, and uh... That was our first song together, which is pretty legendary, too. He he laid down the chorus, then I put down, like, some, uh... 
I haven't listened to that song in so long. Actually, that's crazy. Even <laughs> yeah, that's that's a legendary song. The first Smiley and Blue Jacket. So that was so even yeah. before you guys really moved in and started working on. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's where we were just kind of like getting to know each it's other. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's an older one. Older one too. So I did count up your SoundCloud. You have like 150 songs on your discography. So I'm not going to be able to go through all <laughs> yeah, of them. I sure, just want to yeah, make sure yeah. I got some of the main ones, uh, yeah, the beginning ones. But I will be picking some of the more popular ones from yeah. this and then some of the first. So starting off here with July 31st, 2020, you released your first track on Spotify. It was Problematic featuring Trey Chick. Mm-hmm. What can you tell your fans about this song? Yeah, so Trey actually had that song in like his vault and like he had, like his verse comes in first too and like, where he showed it to me, I was like, dude, why haven't you dropped this? Like, this is fire. And he was like, I think it was like, oh, like, sell me like a dub or something. And I'll take my last verse off and you can like put it on. And I was like, bro, got you for sure. And then I ended up buying the uh, exclusives for the Beaks. It was like a super small time producer. I got it for like 50 bucks. Like, oh, damn. Sweet. Yeah, that's a steal. <laughs> yeah. And then I, bam, I put that second verse. That was when I was into like the really like lyrical stuff too. You could tell I'm like barely taking a breath in that shit, but. I'm a big fan of that song. Yeah, that's, that's the first song on Spotify. So another legendary one. And Trey, Trey's a good homie of mine too. He was living with me and Smiley when we moved in together too. Oh, cool. So, so we, yeah, me and Trey go back even smarter than me, me and Smiley because we went to a super small school, Wisconsin Heights, like okay. 50 kids in my grade. And I, I was like a year graduated and he moved into town. And my other homie was like, oh yeah, like there's another rapper who moved to town. I was like, no way. And then the one day I'm like sitting there smoking in my homie's crib and uh, we're, I'm like passing like a fucking blunt around and whatever and I'm like what's your name bro he's like oh Trey I was like oh you're Trey I was like yo say he's like no way like we just made each other like a random like smoke sesh it was pretty cool oh that's, that's it, crazy how that pa- uh, yeah. crosses over there yeah and then that's how we kind of met with Smiley too all linked together so this was your first song to Spotify what made you want to upload it to a bigger platform than just SoundCloud or YouTube I really liked my lyrics in that one I was I was like doing the Tech Nine flow and that stuff and going hard on it. Yeah, and I was like, this is worthy of putting out like on Spotify. Like, I think people will fuck with this. Yeah. All right. So moving on then to September first, twenty twenty, you released your track alone, mm-hmm. and it was produced by King EF. In the description, you put "Sad Boy Hours." Uh, what can you tell the listener about this song? That was just like I was just going through some relationship stuff. Um, with uh, I'm still actually really good friends with her to this day, but. Yeah, she did something that pissed me off, and I was like, oh, all heartbroken about it, and then bam, <laughs> song about it. That's a classic, too. That that one actually got me uh, quite a few listeners, too. People really enjoyed, like, the, I guess, the emotion or whatever I was put into that, and, yeah. Yeah, they definitely, uh, they feel it's real. Yeah. They, they're so, they click more than if you're trying to force I, I was it hurting sure. when I made that song, for sure. I was, yeah. I was heartbroken, too. <laughs> So then, starting on September 29th, 2020, you began to release an album track by track on SoundCloud. So, first you started with O period P, and then on September 30th, it was Flight featuring uh, Two Mech. October 1st, Boost. October 2nd, with Kirby featuring Trey Chick. October 3rd, with Dreams. And October 4th, with Waste featuring Scudda Smiley. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get the idea to release this day by day and how was it uploading it for about a whole week yeah that was kind of something I just tried to do I don't think it really made much of a difference but I was like posting it like um, like every day of the week I was like I'm dropping a song like and then up, leading up to like the drop of all platforms so I, I dropped that one on Spotify eventually um, but I was trying to like get more following on my SoundCloud too because that's where I was putting most of my older music and stuff okay um, so it just were you trying to get like maybe if I post every day it'll get more like yeah, just algorithm more, yeah, okay yeah and it 
that like still that's one of like my most viewed songs this day, which is kind of annoying still. But yeah, <laughs> they're classics, you know. Like, like even my my homie uh, Kai, my roommate, was telling me like, yeah, dude, this is the first song I ever heard about you. Like, was OP that first one? Oh really? Yeah, and it's like, cause I'm, I remember like even when I first wrote that, I just like laid out like the flow to like Trey. He was like, dude, like you should post that. Like, like you should make that and post. It. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to. Like, I'm, I'm hyped about this one. But uh, yeah, that one did numbers and then unfortunately on my Spotify though I ended up uh, getting like some fake plays on it like you can tell like yeah. so there's like 5,000 fake plays on my Spotify and like like to a dot like there's 5,000 to the dot like whoever did that was like what are you doing like that is weird yeah it's super like weird like for why like, yeah literally but yeah that that uh, is still like my most viewed album it's got like a legit like 5,000 streams on Spotify alone which is that's pretty pretty, pretty decent yeah, for being like it's almost like three years old now uh, let's see here that was 2020 yeah so three I mean, years that's insane two and a half at least that's here. crazy yeah alright so moving on to your first Spotify album that I see on here that was dropped April 30th 2021 it's titled In Orbit it includes mm-hmm. the tracks Been On Better Days Human Error Gravity Escape Time Out Told You So So Lovely Spaceman Cozy Leco, and then on the final song all these other songs lowercase but the mm-hmm. final one you have in caps hello yeah so why did you have all of the tracks, no caps, but then the final one, all caps there? So that was the first album that I uh, kind of started audio engineering myself. And uh, Smiley did help me with a lot of those songs, but a lot of those songs I did myself, you can kind of tell that just they sound a little less like perfected, I guess you could say. But uh, I wanted that whole album to be kind of like some softer, like kind of like low vibes. But then that last song, Hello, is with me and Trey, and then Smiley produced that beat and... Um, did ad-libs so that was kind of like the just like hello and then my next album the uh the first track is called goodbye and it's in all lowercase mm, so i'm okay. saying like and then like all the other tracks are all uh caps too in that one so i did like a cool oh, little, yeah. all right <laughs> yeah. like, i didn't i didn't look at the second one yeah. I looked, but okay mm-hmm. that's cool that you were working was, still with the previous projects yeah, that's the thing too is like when i'm working on projects like i can never just work on one project like i'm always i always have like at least two or three albums i'm kind of like trying to put together uh, yeah, and then on for this one you have on SoundCloud in the description a creative collective from the mind of Isaiah Blumen Jacket. I didn't know that was your middle name at first. So I thought you were just yeah. inserting your artist sure, in there, yeah. but okay. Um, is there anything that you want to add about these uh, this album to your fans that they might want to pick out of here? I'll just say if you were gonna ch- like in orbit and buttoned up, I'll probably keep on just to like show the progress and like where I came from because those albums like. I've just come so far from those albums, but they're still like, you know, they still get jammed today. Like, if I look at my Spotify, there's at least two or three people listening to those songs, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You don't want to yank that from a meeting. Exactly, then you'll yeah. get two angry fans <laughs> and be like, oh, that's the only exactly, one I yeah. listen to. Yeah. All right, so then on June 18th, 2021, you released On My Own, and in the description you put, I guess I'm not really alone. So what can you tell the listener about this contradiction in this song? I made that song in uh, in Hawaii, actually, on vacation, Ooh, okay. and I brought this little, like, um, makeshift, like, studio. Yeah. And I made that song, um, bought the beat, and made the cover art in, like, one day, and then posted it just because I liked it so much. And I had an album that was going to drop um, on the 30th that I was going to kind of put that on, but I ended up not putting that on it. But uh, I'm talking about, in that time, I'm saying I'm really not alone, but I got, because I got these voices in my head. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying, like, I guess I'll go talk to them, even though they don't got my best interest, which is pretty cool. Oh, 
apologize. Uh, hopefully, I turn off that studio. I was hearing a hiss last time, but I forgot that it, it keeps playing that back there. But um, yeah, we're going to be talking about Hawaii in a little bit. I got that on the social media. Yeah. Deep dive. Uh, definitely going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So, do you have a process when it comes to creating a song? Um, do you find a way, like, you're stuck on stuff, or like, how do you find inspiration for some of your tracks? Uh, I'll just start kind of like surfing beats on YouTube, and then I'll kind of just feel like the energy in like my head if like I hear a beat and it's like oh yeah like I could definitely put some stuff on this and then from there I'll try like if I can think of just one like line like just to start off with like I can usually make a whole song but it's just like making that one like line or just like that one like first flow and then it just kind of rides itself but if I can't do that it's like I'll just be like ah, I'll come back to it later like, I feel that yeah. honestly that first line is crucial because yep. if you if you don't feel confident on that first bar you you you're not going to feel confident exactly, on the next yeah. couple of them. Yeah. Um, so have you ever performed on stage, and what was what was your first show? My first show was at uh, the Whiskey Barrel in Portage, I think. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think it's in Portage with uh, Sabo was hosting it, and I had my own little, my, that was like my first one that I, because I performed with Smiley on his set, but then I had my actual, like my, my first own set there, and it went, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was pretty fun. Uh, Whiskey Barrel got pretty lit, too, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. Performing is kind of weird for me. It's like uh, more of an audio engineer, so it's hard for me to kind of like put my voice on like a mic with no effects, like for when I'm just like putting all these random effects, like, oh, what does this sound like? What does this sound like? But yeah, if I had like a speaker and whatnot to practice, um, I would love to start performing if, yeah. Anyone wants to offer, I'll, I'll perform. Just let me know. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. We'll have to keep that in mind here. Yeah, yeah. So moving more into the present here, what does your current studio setup look like? Can you tell us what kind of mic and stuff you're all using? I got a Rode NTK, I got a M Audio um, interface, I got the two JBLs just like those, I just think this the same size that I kind of will edit my music on. Um, I got a nice little sound box too, and I got like a big white desk with like some shelves, and I got my TV kind of plastered up right there too. So. It looks pretty cool. It's got the screens everywhere, and yeah. Uh, what, what program do you use to mix on? Logic. Logic. Okay. Logic. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I uh, for most of what we use is uh, FL Studios, but yeah. I'm always curious what somebody uses for. Yeah, so yeah. how'd you get using Logic? I start, I started with GarageBand, so it was just um, kind of common sense for me to switch right to Logic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really. Happy. It's it's always funny too because when I hit up other artists to like collab. And I'm like, oh, like what's, what software do you use? And they're like, oh, Logic. I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, it's going to be so much easier for us to like collaborate. <laughs> so do you have any other passions or hobbies outside of music? Oh, I like to snowboard. Yeah? I'm a pretty big snowboarder, yeah. I haven't been able to go too much these last few winters, but it's something I really do like. You ever been up to uh, Red Mountain over here or Granite Peak in Wasa here? I think I have been to Granite Peak, but not the other one. Red Mountain, it basically rebranded. Um, oh, okay. So it was Red Mountain, but they're like, nobody wants to do a mountain, or ski a mountain, it's, they want to Oh, sure. Peak, so. Maybe they have then, yeah. I went up to uh, Mount Bohemia. That's like way up there. Though. Yeah, that's, I think that's... kind of like, all the way into like, almost Montana, I think, but yeah, I've been a few, I usually go to Tyro and Devil's Head, but I'm really trying to go out to like Colorado and like hit some fresh powder. The good. Yeah, the good yeah. 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 Absolutely. So what does the average day look like for Blue Jacket? It could be, I mean, if you got like a music day, if you're going to be working on music... What would you say it looks like? Well, I usually wake up. I try to eat a little something. Just chill on my phone usually. Um, hit the gym. Mm-hmm. And then I'll uh, get home and kind of sit down and surf some beats. Usually have, like, my homie backwards over. Or I'm fucking around with Kai or Smiley or uh, Ferno, too. Ferno will slide through sometimes. We got to get on a track, though, soon. But, uh, yeah, usually I like to just, like, 
put a chorus down or like a verse and then have someone come through and put down like a chorus or verse and then kind of just like fuck around with that find another beat you know how many tracks would you say you cook at a time kind of like I'll just go through like crazy waves of like creativity and then it will just kind of die off for like a week or two and then kind of <laughs> come back so it'll be like some weeks I'll make a song a day and it'll be some weeks I won't even make a single song okay okay kind of all depends well, in 2022, you actually released five projects. So, I mean, for most people, that's quite a bit here. Oh, yeah. uh, starting with uh, Ensemble, uh, The Good Sir Collection, Blasted, Bonafide, Blue 22. Which of these was your favorite to make? I really like Blue 22, but I think my favorite was uh, was Bonafide or Ensemble. And I'm probably going to have to say Ensemble because with that, that was like a collective from like a whole, like, year and a half of music and I was trying to make every song be like a like sound completely different like really yeah, testing what you can do yeah I had a, really a lot of fun with that one do you have any stories from making one of those I got a song called Oh Well and I think there might be another one on there but uh I, I stopped taking my allergy medication because I found out that it will give me cataracts eventually if I keep taking it. Okay. And I lived with three cats, and I'm, like, horribly allergic to cats, too. And uh, you can tell in Oh Well, just, like, I sound so nasally in it, but it just, like, worked out. Like, it sounds like... I think it sounds good, at least, but you can tell in a few songs from that era that, like, my nose is just completely shut. Like, no... There's no, no air going anywhere. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I was still, I was still forced myself to make music, and it, it made some uniquely sounding tracks, you know. Yeah, just yeah. keep at it. I mean, and yeah. you, you would have thought maybe that day, man, I just don't sound good. But like, if you enjoy it and try something exactly. out, now you know, like, hey, maybe I should try it. Like, so then, looking at your release on uh, November tenth, twenty twenty-two. Full-time, part-time. This is featuring 608 Dawson and Y2K Dylan. This is kind of a fun, upbeat track. How is it working with these two, and what can you tell us about this yeah. song? Those guys are cool as hell. They're, you know, they're brothers. They both make music. Too. Oh, nice. Yeah, they go crazy. Um, we, I have a few tracks with uh, Dawson, actually. Only the one with uh, Dylan. But uh, I had that chorus. I, I just randomly made that chorus, and then I was like, I don't even know, I don't even know if I'm fucking with this, and just kind of put it in the vault. And then they were over, and I was like looking for something. Like, oh, yeah, maybe they can hop on something. I brought that up. And they were like really fucking with it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, you guys should put, put, put a little verse on this. Like that would go hard." And uh, that one actually got into like an editorial playlist. Oh yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, it got some got some nice views. I was pretty pumped about that. Yeah, but they're, yeah, they're two cool really good. Like really how cool that guys. how that come about? Uh, just somebody found it or just submitted out? Well, I submitted it to like the the Spotify editorial things like with your uh, from the Spotify artist. You can do that usually. Okay. But. Uh, yeah, I didn't even know the playlist that got put in, but it, it was, like, showing, like, oh, like, 4% from the editorial playlist. I was like, oh, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to get more songs with uh, with both of them. They're cool guys. Yeah, definitely. That Do that track was kind of that fun, upbeat. I was like, yeah. okay, this one kind of stands out. I got to talk yeah. about this one. That one got me, actually, uh, in Madison got me, like, uh, a few more listeners that were fucking with Blue Jacket after that. Nice. Yeah. So then looking at your first track of 2023, January 13th, it was titled, What Did I Do This Time? It's got a vibrant uh, vibrant beat and an upbeat tempo. What can you tell your fans about this song? Yeah, that one, uh, I was feeling myself on that beat for sure. I was I was singing some of the best singing I've done probably on that track. And uh, uh, my friend Ari actually really liked the song. We got a video we're shooting for it. And I was like really happy that she liked it. And, yeah, she snapped. Awesome. We're, we're going to drop the healthy this summer. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. 
So then looking at the uh, end of January 2023, you released a nine-song project. It seems like a lot of your projects have about nine songs. Yeah. Do you that intentional? Yeah, I like to keep it nine songs, yeah. I guess why keep it nine versus, like, going into the double digits there? I'm just kind of curious. Well, I'm starting to, like, release a bunch of singles now because, like, my album was just, you know, if you send someone one song, it's easier to check out one song than, like, nine songs. That is true. uh, I'll say I'm doing, like, I'm going to do a seven-song album. And that just seems kind of short for an album, you know. In yeah, July, you're, doing you're that. creeping into that EP. Yeah, there, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's why my first album drives me crazy. Buttoned up is like my first album, and it's considered an EP, and it just drives me insane. That's like, it doesn't pop up under albums. It pops oh. up under singles. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. All right, so yeah, the nine song project you have, the Green Sweater Paradox. What inspired this title, and then what do you think fans should listen for in this album? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like one of my favorite albums too. My sister sings backup vocals on like every track, which is really sweet. She's got an amazing voice. I'm trying to get her on a lot more songs, but also that's also like a collective from like there's songs on that that go back like almost two years too. Like I was just kind of saving them like for her to sing on. It's hard. It's hard to get over to sing sometimes. She's she's kind of nervy and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, that one is more of like a like chill, not like sad, but like more meaningful music than like some of my other albums like Bonafide like Bonafide was like an album like for me kind of was making music that like I would like really want to listen to yeah. The Green Sweater Paradox a lot of the songs on there I really didn't even like that much until she put vocals on them and I was like alright yeah these, these well that's cool you guys were able to collab on that though yeah, that, that's cool and like it's music that you actually like you have some emotion or some meaning behind on it yeah. versus just making something for the heck of it. And then, uh, yeah, the Green Sweater Paradox, like, you know, like Blue Jacket, Green Sweater, mm-hmm. I like to do stuff like that. And uh, I think we're going to drop another project, who knows when, but it's going to be like the Red Coat Dimension or something like that, or the okay. Periwinkle Peacoat or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll be checking out that one because yeah. I like this one as well. But I like the, the name. It really stood out to me, and I was like, all right, now you got my attention. Mm-hmm. i got to click on it. I try to keep it, like, because, like, the good sir and then like the green sweater and then a lot of my albums I start with like bees too so I try to keep it like okay uh, yeah, like, or like because the first few albums I dropped were uh, it was Blizzy Breezy Blessed and then I dropped like Blasted and Bonafide and Blue 22 oh so you're trying to like use like, the all, same all, initials like, yeah like alliteration kind of like B words oh okay but then I have like Ensemble and then I have another album I'm working on for like next year called Epitome so I'm trying to keep it like yeah, only, like, In Orbit is the one that kind of doesn't, like, go with anything. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's pretty cool. So, looking at uh, February 24th, you released your track, Godsend. On the cover of it, it actually looks like a picture of a younger uh, you with a, a white dog. On the track, it says, R.I.P. to your dog. In in the track, you say, R.I.P. to your dog. Uh, what was their name, and what can you tell us about them? Yeah, that's my uh, my dog growing up, PJ. He's PJ. actually named after my grandpa, who passed pretty early, uh, Peter Joseph. My mom named him that. But, uh, yeah, he was the sweetest little boy. He, he actually passed away... Um, last Christmas on Christmas oh. and it was pretty crazy we got him on Christmas and then um, Christmas last year like he was doing pretty bad he was having like like seizures and like kind of passing out but then uh, he like literally died and like came back to life to like finish out his last Christmas it was like some epic shit honestly. wow yeah like he died in front of the whole family it was crazy and then like, like this is all on Christmas like on Christmas day like had like about to eat dinner type shit and then like he just kind of passed out and like we're all freaking out like oh like he was like he was gone and then like two or three minutes later he just started like like vehemently like breathing and then like came back and then was like Gucci the rest of the night and then once everyone left he like passed away yeah it was crazy though like some destiny wow. shit yeah. that is that is like, kind of crazy <laughs> no, to think for about. Real. 
I felt like I felt like really special after that. Honestly. I was like, damn, like yeah, you got that's like, gotta mean something. He was like, give me just a little bit more. Yeah, just he was like, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish out one last Christmas for y'all. Uh, that's that's something, man. Yeah, that touched me. So going into March here, you dropped four tracks: Unidentified, Shorty in Love, Leaderboard, and Fake. Is there anything that you want to add to these songs that you think listeners should know? And then, uh, do you have a favorite of these four? What before was it? Oh yeah, so it's uh, Unidentified, Shorty in Love, Leaderboard, and Fake. Mm. Oh yeah, I love all of those. I think Fake is probably my favorite. I've been holding on to that one for a while, and I was just doing something completely different with that. Like the, I've never been to something like that, and I was doing a lot more singing, and I like to do like build ups to like. Me just being like, oh, like, and like that one, like hit the spot. I also really like the, uh, the feature in Shoddy and Love. Um, Noah, he fucking killed that shit. And then also Trey and Leaderboard, he fucking killed that shit as well. Yeah. If you had to tell one one song for everybody to go listen to after this interview, which one would you want to go point them towards? Out of those. Out of those four. Out of those. I would say fake. Fake. Yeah. Okay. Fake. All right, go stream it, you guys. Go stream fake right now. After this, after this, not right now. We're finishing. We're finishing up here. <laughs> so then, the most recent track that I see, uh, and I think this is wrong. So um, I had on April fifth, titled "Relax." What can you, uh, if you had to pick, what playlist you would want to put this track into? Where would you put this? I would put it in like yeah, a gym playlist. Gym? Yeah, the okay. beat is fucking saucy on that. And that was actually a song I made really drunk one day, and I put it into my vault. And then completely forgot about it, and I was like, I was like, I'm dropping a song every Friday, so I was going through, uh, like, my vault, being like, you know, which songs are actually worthy enough where I could add on to, and I brought up Relax, I was like, dude, this is fire, what the fuck am I doing, like, how did I not like this at first, <laughs> and that, that one actually, um, people liked a lot on my SoundCloud, people are jamming that shit, yeah, pretty happy about it. Yeah, no, it's definitely a really good song, and it did... Correct me if I'm wrong, but you released another one recently, right? Like it was like you just released. Um, we had them on the. Was a uh, where to find or? Um, yeah, where to find, and then there was another comfort. one. Comfort. Comfort. Okay, yeah, yeah. so on those, what's going on with those two tracks? Because I wrote this before those had dropped. So. So where to find is with my sister, and she killed that shit in the background. That one's just like a really upbeat, like um, poppy song. I'd say I was doing some nice singing on it. The comfort song is like, that's like a, I was like even like reluctant to kind of release that just because of how. Uh, like kind of like emotional it is I'm just like talking about like some deeper shit with like stuff that's happened with my friends but uh that song is it's got a deeper meaning it's like being uncomfortable finding comfort in certain things so like at one point I'm talking about like finding comfort in like my friends who like don't really treat me like the best and then or like also like weed like I hate like how like kind of dependent I am on with weed for certain things like just being uncomfortable finding comfort in the things you find comfort in like yeah it's pretty interesting okay um so you we've kind of touched on this a little bit do you think you found your sound or are you still kind of playing around with it a bit i think i've definitely found like my sound i think it's just like to find the style that i want to push is i haven't found okay so yeah you you definitely got a wide variety but you're you're like which one do you think is going to be the one you want to really get behind i think it's going to be the more like indie rock stuff because like when I drop that stuff, I get a lot more feedback from it. And it's basically, like, if I make one song that, like, kind of blows up, it's, like, that's going to be the style that I'm going to kind of stick with and try to oh, push so you kind of got, like, a roulette going until on. Until I have, like, a fan base that's going to, like, appreciate everything I do type stuff, yeah. So if you were to say, like, this is going to be the style I, t- uh, I w- would want to push, what song would you say is 
one that you're like, that would be my style. My song, uh, Move On. Okay. I've never heard that. I don't know. That's probably not even, like, considered hip-hop. It's more, it's almost like a country-type song. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. But, yeah, that that one I've gotten, like, the best feedback from. Or my song, Blame, too, which also has, like, a weird, like, country accent to it as well. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've always, I've done a couple country songs. A little bit of a twang in my voice is what I've been doing. Yeah. But, I mean, sometimes <laughs> it's, like, it's fun. It's like, just, you try something. <laughs> <laughs> right, you just <laughs> break it out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit of that influence up here, uh, definitely in Wisconsin, just, like, mm-hmm. country is kind of exactly. the main genre of rock is next and whatnot, so. My, so, my song Blame, it. actually, might be the one that I would say instead of move on, because the beat is, like, this, like, kind of like a melodic hip-hop beat but then I just literally put like some vocals on it that you would like never expect someone to put on it which I was like a big fan of too and when I first made it I was like I don't even know about this and then I showed a few homies they were like this is like your best song bro and I was like well, I guess I'll drop it <laughs> yeah and if they tell you that you almost you're obligated to because you're like oh man if they like it off the rip yeah exactly that, that one's probably done like the most um, numbers in the shortest amount of time on my Spotify I'd say yeah. it's almost okay. got like a thousand views I dropped it in like December which is a lot for me, which is yeah, milestone. So we, we've touched on this a little bit, but where do you find your beats? Where would you say you most frequent to go searching for something new? Or do you work with somebody? Yeah, like my homie Backwoods has been making um, some of my beats lately. I try to kind of keep it local. Um, but yeah, I usually go on YouTube and there's a few um, that I'll just, I won't even look up like type beats. I'll go right to like the producer's page and just look at other beats. Like Kyoto is the main one. Um, Wanderlust Beats goes crazy. There's um, a guy named Nico Nor, and like I've talked to all of them except for Kyoto. And there's oh my homie, uh, his like T O H R U X D. I'm not really sure how you pronounce <laughs> that yet, but uh, my my album in July is gonna be all beats that he made, and he's like really unique and really experimental with his beats. So I'm pretty excited for that one. Okay, okay. Yeah, I definitely think trying to get more local. That's one thing I want to work yeah. towards in the future is. We're, we're talking about CW Hip Hop getting a producer page. Something that we need to highlight yeah. more. It's like, who's in the state here? But mm-hmm. it's hard. Sometimes you're just like, oh, I'd use BeatStars a lot. So I'll, yeah. I'll do a lot of like the search and what I'm feeling and just try yeah. and find it out. But Yeah, local artists send Blue Jacket Beats. You heard them. Where can they send it at if they want to get in front of you? Uh, my, my Instagram is I-S-A-I-A-H-A-S-M-A-N. And then it's just bam at gmail.com. Isaiahosman at gmail.com. Yeah, send them through. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We we need to get more of those local artists and local producer clubs. Oh, I'll here. buy leases to and shout out. I don't be no bum boy. <laughs> so, uh, who would you say are some of your favorite artists to work with? Uh, my homie Backwoods, definitely one of my favorites. We had, in, in fact, we got a whole album dropping in August. Blue Jackwoods. <laughs> okay, <laughs> really, okay. I'm really hyped for that one. Actually, really hyped. That one's gonna go crazy. Um, Smiley. He's just the OG, you know. We got a we got a song and video dropping soon. Really hyped for that. Um, my homie Kai, he's my roommate. I can just make a song whenever and be like, "Oh, come hop on this," and he'll fucking kill that shit. Um, trying to work with like Ferno, um, Tyler, and Ice more, and Suvi, and Coop, and all those guys. You know, they're pretty cool. They're they're kind of like the faces of like the Madison scene, in my opinion, I guess. But yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So we kind of had this question for our, our IGTV chat. Um, I didn't uh, plan on it being the question this week, but this is going to be more focused on when you first started your music career. Do you have any advice you wish you would have shared with yourself first making music? Get in the audio. Yeah, that one dude said it best. Like get into um, audio engineering, and like also like I wish I would have gotten into beats like when I was into meticulously doing shit like that. Because at this point, like for me to like 
start making beats is going to be quite a big step, but it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. Okay. Well, backwards is going to help me out. Gonna, <laughs> All right. You better backwards. <laughs> we got we to gotta see that happen here. Yeah. All right. So is there anything you would want a listener to take away from your music? My lyricism, for sure. Like, that's kind of one thing I've always, like, strived for is just having, like, lyrics that aren't stereotypical. Stereotypical lyrics kind of just drive me insane. Like, yeah, but... I'd be kind of whimsical with my lyrics, too. I just try, I try to, like, make people think, like, thought-provoking stuff. And, okay. Yeah. I, I definitely hear that in some of your music. Definitely. There's some yeah. bars here and there. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, okay. Yeah. So if you could point the listener to one song, any of your songs, to go listen to after this interview, where would you want to direct them? Spotify, for sure. I'd be looking at that, you know, like, the most as... I think I have the most listeners on Spotify, regardless. So it's nice to look at those stats. But I got a... I got a um, a whole playlist that I made from like all my songs is like 150 in there, and it's like from my top songs to like my like least favorite songs. Kind of. Oh, so you I ranked my, them yourself? I have my all ordered kind of. Dude, and that's genius. Yeah, right? that's genius. Yeah, and move on is at the top. That's like that song gives me like goosebumps when I listen to it. Like I'm always like, how did I fucking do? Like how am I gonna outdo this type shit? Like yeah, so. Dude, I'd, I like, say, I'd say move on, yeah. Now, what's the name of that playlist? Because I really like that idea of being able to rank your yeah, own shit. It's just there. called Blue Jacket, I think. Blue Jacket. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Definitely, I'm going to have to check that out, but you guys oh, check yeah. that out as well. So going into your social media here, doing a bit of a deep dive on your Instagram, your first picture on your Instagram was from April 27th, 2013, and it's got a nice picture of some clouds and an airplane flying across the sky from the left. In the caption, it reads, awesome picture I took. Do you remember anything about this picture yeah, and where yeah. you took it? It was uh, outside my homie Tanner's house, my high school homie Tanner. And uh, I remember looking up, and I seen the, the plane in the clouds, and the sun was right behind the clouds. I was like, oh, wow. And just, cheek, took a little picture, and I was like, this is beautiful. And that's funny you even mentioned that, because I was like, I'm going to make this in like an album cover one day. And I haven't yet, so ah. it just reminded me. I'm like, All right, we're going to have to see yeah, that, because yeah, it, yeah. it was a very awesome picture. I will say. <laughs> you got the nice picture right there. It, that, I did uh, an Instagram sweep, too. I had, a, I had so many posts, but like before that and after that, that was the only one I kept up, too, from like... Just my past posts. Like, I've archived a ton of posts. I was going to say, because your next picture mm-hmm. wouldn't be until uh, August 2nd, 2019. Yeah. So what are we, six years apart <laughs> yeah, there? Years uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure he posted before, but yeah, he probably absolutely. took him off. Yeah. Um, so it looks like uh, it was a picture of you with your dog outside. Uh, PJ, you said? Oh, hell yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and the, in the caption it reads, you already know. So what can you tell us about this picture if we don't know? That was at Devil's Lake, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and I, I, okay. kept, I kept that one up too, because when I did the whole Instagram sweep, that was like... When he had passed, and I was like, oh, I definitely got to keep this picture. That one. I mean, come on. That's a classic picture. Another one, uh, another post I wanted to talk about you here. It looks like on May 21st, 2020, um, it's a picture of you and Smiley. It's good as Smiley. Uh, you tagged in the description, Arboreum Madison. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. as someone who hasn't been there, but just looking from the pictures, it does look interesting. What can you tell the listener about this spot? Yeah, it's like the, the Arboretum. So they've got like a bunch of nice, cool flowers and trees over there. And me and Smiley kind of had just moved in together. And we were like, we got to go get like a fucking badass photo shoot, bro. And like went over there with a couple of homies and just took a bunch of pictures. And they turned out really nice. I was wearing uh, I was wearing my uh, my Suvi merch too oh Suvi yeah Suvi I know who Suvi yeah. is he's got some I, I remember shit. Suvi was like one of the first uh, master rappers that I heard that was like oh no he's doing his thing bro like, oh, I fuck with this dude and then he dropped those tie-dyes and he was with another uh, artist named Vast who I actually followed as well I'm like oh fucking this is a badass collab like no doubt gonna you know support them and got the got the shirt I still got it you know it's badass it's like a there's a glow in the dark Suvi thing too it's pretty sick yeah, yeah it's pretty sick <laughs> Uh, definitely that that photo shoot. I think you picked a good spot because I was like, oh, I want to go there. Like yeah. I was looking through, I was like, it looks like it like it's a big 
what would you call it like vine vineyard yeah or a thing stuff vines can grow mm-hmm. on but it like goes in a circle it's not like just a straight shot yeah there's, there's like, like there's a whole like, it's kind of like a little park you just walk through and like look at all the flowers and like plants and trees and shit that's yeah. cool that's cool and that's down in Madison there yep that's really close to actually where I live now I live right in Monona so okay that's pretty close by I definitely when I go down there next I'm gonna try and find that spot yeah, oh, yeah. I thought it looked yeah. really cool there's like an indoor section two I don't know if it's the same thing but it's like like a facility type yeah, thing. Yeah, so like, there's like an indoor like garden now too. You can go check out. Oh, cool. And, uh, I'm trying to shoot a video in there soon. I think. So next here we have June 30th, 2021. Uh, you did a photo drop from your trip out in Hawaii. How was that trip? That trip was badass. That was my first time in uh, Hawaii too. My aunt moved out there, and as soon as she moved out there, I was like, oh, dude, like we can afford to go to Hawaii now. Like hell yeah, like, <laughs> right, yeah. Holy shit. But it's actually uh, on Kauai is where they live, which is more of like a country island. It's not like uh, the main island. It's not, not as like, resorted. It's not, it's, like, it's not like really touristy, which was like really nice. So it's, that would be cool. You yeah. get the authentic yeah, that, vibe. Yeah, life. for real. Yeah, that and like, yeah, I've been I've been there like three times now, and yeah, Kauai is beautiful, man. Holy shit! Yeah, it's like. I will say one thing with your post too. Uh, your pr- your progression of hashtags is really hilarious to read through <laughs> on a lot of them. Just some of them like, what the fuck? Okay, right. I know, right? Oh yeah, the hashtags are kind of like a joke to me. I fucking, I don't know if those really do much, but. I just be putting whatever in there sometimes. You know what? I gave it a like because I, I thought it was a funny funny hashtag. So I mean, shit, man, <laughs> you, you keep doing that. Yeah, it, right, it, yeah. gave, it got me to laugh out loud. Oh, yeah, definitely. Good shit, good shit. Uh, looking at your YouTube though, it uh, looks like you have two channels. One is your topic, where most of like the stuff from uh, distributor gets uploaded. Yeah. Um, so that's got all your uploads there on YouTube. But then you also have another one that has just two music videos on it. Mm-hmm. So your first music video was uploaded January twentieth, twenty twenty three, and it was for your song "Sober" featuring Kai Twenty Two. And the video was shot and edited by Killing Boo. Where did you record this uh, music video, and then how was it? How was it making this? So yeah, that's me and uh, me and my homie Kai. We made that song. That was one of our. We made that at the last place we lived, uh, Sorbet. Yeah, that's a good song. I liked it. Uh, and then my homie Boo, he's got what is it? Such so- a, sorbet. Yeah, sorbet. Sorbet. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, my homie Boo, he got such a nice camera. He actually shot that for me for free, dude. Like just, really? Yeah, that's like one of my favorite videos. Literally, he snapped on that shit. Oh. Remind me if I'm wrong. That's not no. Never, it's the next one we're talking about. I oh. like the next uh, oh, sure. video, But if you want to finish anything on that one, yeah. Um, that we shot that literally right behind my house. Like, um, we live like the Nerd Haven Arcade. Um, has like a bunch of cool ass graffiti on it. Okay. And, like literally, if you walk into my backyard, it's like bam. There's the back of Nerd Haven Arcade, and we just went right behind there and just took some shots and like that was it. It just went, worked out. Um, that's pretty cool mm-hmm. I definitely like that one but the next one you had your, your second uh, music video yeah. was released on March 31st 2023 and it was for your song Dynamite it was shot and edited by Tyler uh, Cortez Corticus Corticus okay like that, yeah. it looks like it, uh, a lot went into this music video so mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about yeah, this yeah he one. went crazy he he was like professional as fuck but he came through and just like checked all the shots and like just talked to me wrote, wrote some notes down and everything like he went hard like i dropped a good uh good a chunk of money on that one too because he was doing uh all those little animations himself dude, like those, those made that music video for, he, really he cool. went so hard dude like i'm definitely trying to get another video with him um soon i think he's gonna be around this summer so we're gonna try to get one another one in definitely recommend yeah. that dude the, the like snow uh theme you had going with that like Time bomb taken through, yeah. dude. It was perfect. Yeah, uh, shooting that kind of sucked too. We were in like a like a literal blizzard, like shooting. Yeah, that. like yeah. you guys made sure, like that wasn't fake snow. That was like mid snow. I was fucking. You think you had that blue jacket? Right? Yeah, I had, I had two jackets on too, and I was still pretty chilly. My hands were like fucking numb. My ears were like bright red, numb too. Like, by the time we were done yeah, shooting that, yeah, I had fun with that one. I got uh, two videos in the vault right now too. 
um, Boo shot one for Part of My Language, which was me and Kai. That was like the first one on Blue 22. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you, yeah I remember that because you one. just come up like punching yeah, right part, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah just right away. Bitch, shut up, can't yeah. I'm really excited for that. We shot it all downtown and it's all in black and white, which is like, like the video is exactly, exactly what I imagined for it. Like he killed that shit too. I'm just waiting for him to put the lyrics and send it through. Cool. And then um, Blame, my song Blame, uh, I got a video for that one dropping probably in the beginning of May. So like within two weeks, I think I'm going to drop it after my song Sudafed drops. But I got, I got an animation done for that. Um, his name is Neptune G on Instagram. He fucking snapped, but I'm like in the same outfit I am in the video, and I'm like snowboarding, like doing crazy tricks and like chilling. I got like the, the the red and black plaid, like the same outfit I'm wearing with like the overalls and shit. And uh, I had to see if can incorporate the animation into the video, and I'm pretty happy with how it turned out. Yeah, I'm excited to drop it. Do you have a date for when those will be dropping, or just hold on for a second? Well, Sudafed drops the 28th, so it'll be the next Friday after the 28th. So I think this this 5th. month, April 28th. Yeah, Sudafed drops April 28th, so I think, so it'd be like May 4th or 5th, I'm dropping the Blame video. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Pretty excited. So, that's all we got for the social media deep dive. We are going to be looking a little bit more into the future here. Just looking about five years out, where do you want your music to take you? I definitely want, in five years, if I don't got like, you know, a decent fan base that would like, at least, you know, support me if I'm like dropping merch and stuff, that'd be, that'd be pretty uh, bummy, you know, but... I'm gonna keep doing my. You know, I just like making music, so I'm gonna keep, uh, you know, doing my thing. I might just keep dropping a, a song every Friday until I die. You know, I could probably do that, but, <laughs> but nah. I think after this year, I'm gonna just prove to myself that I could drop a song every Friday with the albums I'm dropping as well. So going into that, I think I'm gonna try to do more video editing and just like do some fucking just balls of the wall shit to get my name out there. Like, do some weird shit. I don't even know make some funny TikTok or something yeah. yeah do you have any like short term goals you want to work towards I definitely want to get like a good like thousand monthly listeners like on all platforms combined I have like almost 200 on Spotify right now maybe like 50 on SoundCloud um, 50 on Apple Music so I'm just trying to get more like listeners just jam my shit yeah okay that'd be nice so assuming that all of the necess necessities are included, what three amenities would you want to bring on your tour bus? Something that would just keep you entertained and going throughout a whole tour. Mm. Would definitely need like an Xbox or like a, you know a PlayStation. Yeah. What kind of games you bring in? Oh, probably for, like Black Ops One Zombies. Ooh like, man, you speak my language. Yeah, like fucking Fortnite, Apex, all the any like team games type shit. Definitely would want like a little um, booth in the in the tour bus too if I could like want to make some songs. Um, you know, plenty of ganja, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, all right. That sounds like a good party buster. <laughs> right. So you are gifted one free feature from any artist who is currently alive. Who would you want to collab on a song with? Mm. That's a tough one. In terms of, like, like clout-wise... Dan would get like that fucking Eminem feature just to fucking just have oh yeah just to like, make sure you're hitting a thousand like, <laughs> anyone's gonna check out like a new Eminem verse like and like fucking people who don't even like Eminem will check out a new Eminem verse like, it's like eight bars it's yeah. just something short yeah, yeah they'll, they'll click it him or like you know like or Kendrick or J. Cole I think I think you know, if I was gonna make a song with Eminem it would be like more lyrical I think I would enjoy a song more with like an artist like J. Cole or uh, Kendrick you know yeah. okay alright so now, if you could perform, I know you said you don't perform too much, but if you were to perform somewhere, you got the crowd filled out, the vocals are sounding nice, what venue would you want to perform at? 
I think it'd be pretty cool to go to like uh, the Sylvie, just like local or like the Rave, either of those two. But like it was like talking like help me out with the most clout, be like a big ass like Lollapalooza or something, fucking or uh, lyrical lemonade or something like that. Yeah. Would you do Summerfest? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. All right, now as we approach the end of the show here, I do have one more question for you. What do you think separates you from the rest of the pack? And by that I mean what do you think makes you unique as an artist? I would definitely say my lyrics and voice kind of tag team and make me a pretty unique artist. Yeah. Um, just like, I'm never really talking about like the stereotypical like rap shit, you know, like you know, money, bitches, and drugs. Like, I'll like reference those things almost like satirically sometimes, but for the main part I'm just, I'm just trying to like put some shit down that I would like to listen to and I like to think that I have a pretty good you know like knack for good music in terms of just originality or not yeah 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 absolutely so now we are at the end of the show here I will give it over to you if you do have anything you want to shout out you got anything on the works you want to make sure you uh, shout out anybody here mm-hmm. about five minutes or so let us know sure. what you got going on in the world yeah. of Blue Jacket Blue Jacket man well I got like I said, I got songs dropping every Friday, so like uh, it's it's nice if you're tuned into those because those aren't getting too many views now, just because the amount I'm dropping just is probably overwhelming for a lot of people. But I definitely need everyone to check out my albums I'm dropping this summer. I'm I think you know every year I'm gonna do it like an album for each month of the summer, like June, July, August. So I got uh, in the pocket, which is out of pocket volume two, dropping June thirtieth. It's like probably my favorite album I've ever made. It's just like the music that like I've always kind of wanted to make and it's kind of all over the place also uh, July at the end of July I got my album with uh, my favorite producer Toe Rucks too he, all those beats are super experimental and unique and I like to think I put some pretty experimental and unique uh, vocals on them as well and then August I got Blue Jack Woods with my homie Back was dropping all those songs are so gas he made he made most of the beats in them too so like that's gonna be clutches. Like if those blow up, like I'll have like the, all the fucking rights to them and everything. But yeah, the Blue Jack was gonna go stupid. Don't miss that one for sure. And you know all the other, all my other projects too. I got out are pretty nice. So you know, check those out. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, let them know what's the best social media to follow you on, and where can they find you online and all that. Definitely Instagram and Snapchat. I post mostly on Snapchat to be honest. That's which is just I S A I H A S M A N, and that's also my Instagram too. Uh, definitely follow me on those. I'm on those the most. Facebook, every once in a while. If you type in Blue Jacket on any of those, I'd probably pop up. So, hell yeah. Yeah, make sure you guys go give him a follow. He'll be tagged on all of our CW Hip Hop posts. He's also on our website, cwhiphop.com artist. You guys can find links to all social media. I think the only one we don't have is Snapchat. I'll have to start adding some people's oh, Snapchats yeah, on yeah. there because, uh, yeah, I mean, it's one I forget about, I'll be honest. Yeah, I don't yeah, use yeah, it too much sure. uh, other than the communicating with people. But, yeah, definitely uh, make sure you guys go follow him. Uh, that is going to be our interview for Blue Jacket here, episode 111. Appreciate you all tuning in. Appreciate everybody who did answer our question this week. We appreciate you guys so much. So make sure you guys are tuning in here. We want to thank our sponsors, Hollywood Recording Company and Chop Shop Barbershop. You guys can find more information about them on our homepage at cwhiphop.com. Link a, a schedule an appointment with either of those. We do have links on that homepage. Make sure you guys go support these businesses because they are helping support Wisconsin hip-hop in return. Also, thank you to our Patreon listener tiers, Danielle and Tracy. We appreciate you guys. You're getting that 10% discount still. Go to cwhiphop.com slash shop. If you want to join them, we'll shout you out on every live DJ and podcast. Go to patreon.com slash cwhh to join them. 
We do have our new artists as well. Check them out on cwhiphop.com slash artist. Johnny Franchino, he's out of Milwaukee. He's got a little bit of a house and a hip-hop mix-up there, so definitely check him out. All the new music we have, we have our playlist on Spotify. Just search CW Hip Hop or New Wisconsin Hip Hop. We update that every Monday as well. Uh, next interview we will have is Dreamy and DK. They're coming in May 7th, so make sure you guys are here for that as well. Ton of concerts as well. Ton of concerts. Concert season is upon us, so make sure you guys visit cwhiphop.com slash concerts. We have a link to Google Maps so you guys know where the venue's at to arrive on time. Picture of the flyer. We do have, uh, we've tried out some experimental things. People have sent us in videos for some of the flyers, so I have been able to include videos there, so we've got a little bit of a animated promo. Uh, we can also do two pictures. We had somebody do like an artist meet and greet recently. I wasn't able to shout it out on the show before it happened, but they had two different flyers they had a show that was going on and then an artist meetup so i was able to put both of them on there so if you guys got some promotion you want to do a little bit something different let me know i can try and work that on there for you but make sure you guys check out all the concerts we have on there if you're looking for any venues that you want to be putting on shows yourself go to the bottom of that page we do have the old concerts that we've promoted and it still has all the information that we link to on google maps so if you want to find a venue in your area that's a great resource you guys can go dig through and start getting shows for 2023 we want to see you guys going live on there but that's all we got for the show here today. Make sure you follow me on Facebook, Instagram at BVNC925. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram at CW Hip Hop. Blue Jacket, real quick again, where can they all find you and where should they find you at? Instagram, Snapchat, I-S-A-I-H-A-S-M-A-N. But yeah, for real, big shout out CW Hip Hop. Like, y'all are doing fucking shit that no one else is doing. Like, but that's fucking Thank awesome, you. man. Like, I'm, I'm honored to be here, for real. Yeah, well, I'm so glad you're able to make it, man. I yeah, really dude. enjoyed this interview. We'll uh, be yeah. uploading this real soon. Make sure it's, it's going to be on Spotify, SoundCloud. Put it back on Instagram. We'll have it on YouTube soon. We're going to try and get this out there so that people know what kind of music you got, go, you got going on because it's really good, man. Definitely. You, for real. But uh, we're going to be signing the t-shirt. I uh, can't see it on screen here, but it's right over there. It's going to be the second one here right under D'Astral. So Ooh. we'll be getting those all promoted up as well. So uh, thank you, guys. on the shirt. What's that? Me and D'Astro on the show. Yeah, you guys are going to be the first <laughs> two here. So yeah. Uh, so, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will have Cookies and Cream with their podcast next week. We're going to be still doing the live DJ, but we'll be doing the Cookies and Cream podcast. So I don't know if we'll do that live quite yet. We're going to see here now that Yellow Duck is working up. Uh, we'll see if we're able to do that because I'm really excited with having that graphic back on there. But, yeah, we'll be back next Sunday at 5 p.m., so we'll see you then. Peace.